Small Town Shenanigans, episode 17. We are almost finishing up the first year of Small Town Shenanigans. We've had such a blast with everyone, and we hope that you continue to listen and enjoy and to continue to share your stories. (laughs) Today, we've got, once again, high demand, lots of people asking for him again, the one and only legendary J.W., Welcome, hello, hello, folks. welcome, gentlemen. Yes, that's Good right. Year. A round of applause. Let's get the drum roll. Um, <laughs> it, this is this will be. Uh, you know, here's a here's the thing. When we we jump on this thing, we usually get on maybe 15, 20 minutes, or we start, we start tossing it around, and we all got we all got stories. But boy, once we start chewing the fat a little bit, there's like two or three stories just kind of raise their ugly head, and, and uh, we got to talking about just some stuff that I think everyone knows about in Cup Inc. And I'm not going to go into great detail, but we did have a doctor uh, in Cup Inc. by the name of Dr. Shepard. <laughs> right to the well. Okay, okay, okay. We'll leave it right there. I'll just leave it. I'll give you a few people out there. A few people's heads going to be spinning out there after that, after that name. <laughs> Okay, but anyway, we'll just leave her there. Let's just leave that one. Let's let that dog lay. I think he's in a. I heard that he's in a hole in Asia somewhere. I heard that they dropped some orangutan in that in that jail cell. Well, I don't know if it's an orangutan, but we know there's definitely monkey business. <laughs> Straight up. Okay, let's switch gears, boys. Let's let's stay out of the woods here. Let's, let's stay out of the bean pile. You took it there, Bri. I know. I had to go there a little bit. Some of the people in Cut Bank heard, heard that name, and if you're driving, they're probably halfway in the ditch and right back out again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways. All right. A lot of questions. <laughs> so we got, some, we got some pretty good stories today. Um, I, think, I think that it's going to be – the entertainment level is going to be lickety-quick, as Robbie would say. And, uh, <laughs> but I think, I think we, just, we just ramble right into this thing because JW, I can tell that uh, when, when he, gets, he has too much idle time, I can see the smoke coming out of his ears because he wants to get revved up. So I say, JW, take it away. He's, what do JW's we got? JW's got – he gets a little of that Mountain Dew in him, gets all revved up, and he's ready to rock and roll. Oh, boy, howdy, fellas. Bring back the memories, right, fellas? Damn right. <laughs> or the crimes, I'm not sure which, but uh, it's I not think... crime anymore after seven. Yeah, we're statute good limitations now. were square. This first one might still be a crime, technically, <laughs> on the books somewhere. <laughs> we all remember. Well, few Bill might not remember this one. He wasn't around then. He's already gone. But uh, yeah, we're in. Uh, we were, uh, I think, sophomores at the time when this one happened. Kind of got happened to happen to us, right? Yes, it, yes. It, we we were involved in something. Absolutely no liability. Just were involved, witness from afar type of stuff. You know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, we were uh, down in the pod one day, and everybody remembers our old athletic director, old uh, 
GK. Where's the pod? What's the pod? Talk about what? What are you talking hey, about? The bottom floor of the old high school, the new part of go. the high school. Everybody mm-hmm. remembers the old circular dungeon. Yep. <laughs> well, everybody remembers the our old friendly athletic director, old GK. You know, always <laughs> yeah. in a good mood yep. every day. Well, he twisted off one day in the hallway, and <laughs> me and Scott Wilkins, and uh, jerked us in his room and was throwing a fit. While he was throwing his fit, I was kind of standing over by his desk, and his drawer was open, and by God, if there wasn't a darn, that starter pistol was sitting right in that drawer. Hey, Jason, hold on a second. Like, why Why was he Why was he twisting off on it? What, what instigated oh, we were, that? We were out in the hallway messing with that ransom. Remember that English teacher? We used to call him the A-Rab. <laughs> you remember that cat yeah yeah, yeah. well we were messing so, with him and you know he he couldn't come back with nothing so old gk comes out to settle the score because he was always so friendly you know well he jerks always. us in there and he's tearing us from one end to the other and i by his desk and i see that starter pistol in there well i just pocketed the darn thing mm-hmm. <laughs> just took it put it in what my were, pocket what were his what were his initials again GK. <laughs> I you know what I was saying about GK. Out of the sports complex. He was uh, he was uh, he was a neighbor of ours. Lived up the street, and he had a tat. I don't know if you guys know this. He had a tattoo on his on his right shoulder. It said "Tougher than nails." Ah, so I, <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Drunk okay. than nails. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Oh. Okay, oh. so go ahead, Jake. Sorry about that. <laughs> I, I lifted. I lifted that. Uh, and I can't even tell you why, but I just it was there. I lifted that starter <laughs> pistol, and uh, nobody knew I had it. Scott didn't even see me take it. But this got later on in the evening. Me and uh, old Chase, we talked about, and big old Georgie were out having a few that night, and uh, we decided we need to make a run out to the ranch to get some more beer because big old. Georgie could buy beer out there. Was the ranch club still open? I mean, I, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. It was still open and big Georgie, you know, the size of him, he could walk in there. He had to pay about eight bucks for a six pack, but didn't have mm-hmm. to worry about it. So wait, that was out West of town about five, yeah. 10 miles. Halfway between East. Shelby and Cupping. I think Jason asked for an extra bottle of apple schnapps for some reason, or peach schnapps that night too. (laughs) (laughs) So we we got a little liquor, but we were already pretty tuned up when we decided to put this trip on. But I still had the starter pistol. Well, we're on the way out there, and I pull it out, and I'm kind of showing the guys. They think Chase thinks it's a gun, and he kind of slaps me. I fire this thing right into the floorboard of the car. No. No, windows up. I slip and fire. This is how this started. I I pulled that trigger and fired one of them caps in the car. And you know what happened? Did it start on fire? I mean, those things burned for a while. No, it, they weren't no. those kind of plugs. They were the other type of caps. Oh, the gotcha. ones that didn't fire the wad. Starter pistol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a starter pistol. It was one Retract. without any wadding. I'm thinking a flare gun, but no, right. Yeah, no, pistol. no, that no. would have been oh. good. But I, Corey, he slapped me and I fired this thing in the car. And mm-hmm. none of us could hear a thing. And like I said, it did smoke like crazy. So yeah. <laughs> we're all plum deaf. Stoltz gets there and he's going in and he's ticked off that I let this thing go in the car. And then he's, uh, he comes back out with the beer and we're driving back towards cut bank. And, um, uh, he rolls down both windows cause there's still smoke in there and none of us can hear anything. We're basically just yelling at each other. And it was colder than hell out. If I remember oh, right. Freeze oh. is in the winter time. 
you know, we're we're driving down that highway and what, what's, what sport? What sports season were we in here? I think wrestling, basketball. basketball. Wrestling, well, basketball. Was it basketball? Okay. Yeah, boys basketball and wrestling. And we, by golly, we come up on this yellow school bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> driving towards Cutbank. Well, Stolte had kind of a lead foot. Well, he starts to pull out to pass. And Jay, we get alongside of this thing, and Chase leans over and grabs the starter pistol from me. And leans out the window, pointing the gun at the start at the, the starter no. pistol at the bus. So and that was a Toto bus too. Oh, it, it wasn't cut. It wasn't cupping. It was a Toto. I think no, it was another bus. It was another school's bus. <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine if you did that shit today? Oh my god! Oh, you, oh you'd and, be locked up. You know, I'm like, what in the hell are you doing? And I'm trying to grab Chase. Is a pretty big guy, you know. Does he have a round in there? Is there, is it, well, yeah, is it there's live? still five as far as I know in oh, there because no. it was like a thing getting... you loaded. Oh, shit. He's, <laughs> he's got this thing out the window like this, and he's waving it, and that bus is starting to swerve, and I'm trying to get him back <laughs> in, the, in the damn thing. I'm like, you can't, you know, just go and get in here. Well, as he's pulling his arm in, his arm hits the mirror and the kind of thing, and Stolte's truck and fires that freaking thing. <laughs> oh, my right God. Next to this bus. Can you imagine sake. people scrambling everywhere? Can you I mean, imagine what was going on flying. in that goddamn bus when that went off? Oh, you know, and it stole. Did it hit? Did it? Does Does anything come out of the gun? No, no, no. Just a charge. Nothing comes out, and it just smokes a little bit. It doesn't <laughs> smokes like a little bit around where that water <laughs> smokes a little bit. <laughs> but I get him back in the car. Big J just freaks out and floors it. But so I can we, I can I can just picture this. So those kids looking out the window, <laughs> seeing this pistol. This? Have you seen that scene in Napoleon Dynamite where that oh, guy yeah. shoots <laughs> that cow in the face, where the kids start <laughs> <Exactly>. screaming? <laughs> this was indescribable the way people were shifted on that bus. I mean, you, you can't even I can't even imagine what was in the bus driver. He might have had a heart attack. Or at least a small palpitation. Oh, especially since they see that. the they see the pistol, they see it <laughs> waving around, and then it fires. And then there I appears mean, to be an argument in the vehicle because there clearly was. I was half out the window trying to get him back into the goddamn truck. I thought he was hanging out the passenger <laughs> side, wasn't he, Jake? Yeah, and I'm trying like hell to get him back in. I mean, there's a clear confrontation going on here if he's looking in the mirror. Was Stol- and one was guy wielding a pistol. <laughs> Was Stolte putting, did he put the onion oh, on it and get out of he, there? He put that thing to the floor and we took off. By the time we hit the refinery, we must have been going 110. I don't think he's been in a situation that. like that before. And I got him back into the car and I took that thing away from him. And, you know, Can you Stolte imagine the conversation? Chase what they were saying? What, what's the conversation with oh, the bus driver? The kids screaming, scattering around, <laughs> and a freaking gun gets discharged. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Nora, what do you think Nora would have done if she'd been oh, running that bus? She'd probably run us off the road. Boy. But this this gets even worse than this, oh, fellas. Okay. I don't know how, but it did. We get back to town and Stoltz is just furious. We gotta hide. <laughs> So we go up and park up there by his grandpa's house and go into his grandma and grandpa's who weren't there. They were at some kind of function. We sit in there for about an hour and we get back in the truck and we go down. And I mean, there are highway patrol cars going up and down Main Street. (laughs) There's cop cars going down Main Street. And we pull in at the park there and somebody, I can't remember who it was, but someone had told us, well, they're looking for somebody in a gray truck that shot up a bus. Who was saying this? I can't. 
a bunch of, you know how all the drunks hung out down there? Yeah. You know, we'd all park down there, but the scuttlebuck, we were there for about 40 seconds before we knew what. But how, how far removed are you from discharging that gun? But word traveled pretty oh, an quickly. Hour, an hour or so, <laughs> maybe an hour and a half. So were they traveling to Cup Inc. For, for, uh, were they traveling to Cup Inc. for a sporting event? They were event? coming for whatever the sporting event was. This was a Friday night when this happened. Oh. So uh, we realized real quick that we got to get off the highway, you know, and we got to get out of this truck. So we, I told them, go up by my house, park that thing there. Oh, well, yeah. we, <laughs> this is where it gets real good. We parked that thing across the street from my folks' house. We didn't make it halfway across the street and – the shop comes out the back door and he is hot. Who's this? Is the Butch Mark? Butch. Butch. <laughs> and he is on the freaking march. And the butcher shop. Walk, oh, God, we're walking towards that thing. And I'm just, you know, my head's going 100 miles an hour. I'm mm-hmm. thinking he's going to kill us all. He, something's, get over here, Jason, you fucking idiot. You know, he yells. He was pissed. And I didn't get 10 steps. Give me the goddamn gun. And I kind of start laughing which was not a real good move no. at the time. Give me the goddamn gun. I'm like, now, Dad, now calm down. Calm down here. You know, <laughs> was, there was, was no gun. There was, was no was, bullshit. Bullshit. Was, bullshit. was LaVon getting – did LaVon get involved no, at all? No, I, I didn't see her until much later in this event. <laughs> but, but, hey, and didn't, then, uh, didn't Del Michaels always – it seemed like Del Michaels always had that thing in his pocket. Well, he didn't have it this night. That's he didn't I know. have it this night, by God, because we did. Well, <laughs> the whole time, Chase and Stoltz were slowly walking towards, but then when Butch got the vibe going, they tried to walk away. He just screams over my shoulder, and you two a-holes, get over here and stand right here, both of you. And they came walking over there just like, holy Christ. That's and then I'm is. standing there, and they both lined up military style, and I thought both of them were going to start crying. I think they thought Butch was going to beat the hell out of all of us. So did Butch <laughs> – did, did, was that where – so so Butch gets the pistol. Now, what, well, now what this is happens where I here? gave up the pistol. I said, now, Dad, it wasn't a pistol. It's a goddamn starter pistol. <laughs> and he's like, I don't give, – give me the goddamn thing. You know, he's just going ballistic. Well, and rightly so, but he's, he's real hot, <laughs> you know, and he's, I here's, here's what, here's what I like about this story, right? They hear that a pistol is shot at a bus. Okay. <laughs> I guarantee they don't really get a, a great description of the truck, but Butch automatically knows it's you. I mean, it's, <laughs> or I'm involved in some you're way. You're involved. Yeah. In some way in this incident and has enough confidence to start off the conversation like he did. No bull, no bull, no nothing. What time did, did Vonnie? Did... What time did Vonnie roll in? She wasn't oh, part of it. Oh, I don't God. remember being there. I... See, she didn't come in till late because Butch took that pistol away, and those two poor bastards. He sent them back, and they they were so, you never seen two guys hot step at the hell out of there like that. They were just happy they didn't get killed. Okay, so here's the question: What does Butch do with the pistol? I mean, right, is it right? I have I mean, to this day. I don't. I'm sure he took it back. Maybe he shuffled or he it into his it in the garbage. For all I know, <laughs> maybe sucking his belt. Start way. It might be in this house somewhere. For all I know, didn't didn't, didn't somebody ask something? Some was wrong with Stoltz's truck too, and Butch was going to take a look at it right then too. No, I don't recall no. that at that incident. I do. No, he wasn't in the mechanic mode, as I recall. You know what I? You know what I love about that is, is Stoltz was not 
He was not an instigator. He he never had, you know, like I no. guarantee he he was shuffling in his britches bigger than life. Well, I mean, it nice was guy ever. nicest guy ever. And he and got just, he got tied in the middle of this one. Yeah, he he had no intention to be involved in this. And he was pretty clear about that from the minute I fired it in the car. He didn't think I'm, this was a this was proper. We should be meddling with this event all together. Well, I think I think a way to top that off is to hustle on down to the school there and see if you can't get some scuttlebutt going. That's <laughs> <laughs> get get a hold of that bus driver and see see if he you oh, know find out what he knows. You, Just what he knows, oh, you know. That way to help yeah. helps you sort things out if if you know what oh, he knows. Because he wouldn't recognize you. Well, no, I don't know if there'd have been any recognizing going on. Now he might've been able to pick out that pickup. Well, a lot of people had a pickup. I think that would have been a perfect opportunity to say, I think it was Sean Kraft. Oh, we could have <laughs> sure just rat out anybody, you know, uh, just, just, you uh, rat it out. Paul, Cotton, that wasn't below us. Was it rat somebody no. else? Out. Oh, but the, the, no. just the whole incident again, like we were talking about before. Some stupid started, and it ends up so far out of control that it's just beyond comprehension. It's just crazy. It's crazy that, um, to me, it's crazy that there was alcohol involved. Oh I yeah, mean, that's the shocker. I mean, if we'd have been sober, none of that would have happened. Oh <laughs> man, the ranch had a, a. They had a. Wasn't there a wagon wagon out there with the big wagon wheel? Big wagon wheel on the. I side. never. You yeah. know what? I never stepped foot in that place one time. I don't know why I never did. I, was I went in there once. Times with Jake. I went in there once with Stoltzy. I was in there with Robbie once. And if yeah. you if you walk straight out the the front door and you look across, there is a buffalo jump that's dated over a million years. Yep, that um, big old thing. Yeah, big there. old buffalo big jump. Old People read a story. Used to collect arrowheads, and boy, I wish I would have got oh, one of those. All days. kinds of stuff over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't open very long. I mean. The location wasn't the greatest. I mean, but I remember the I remember the seats in there were like like cowhide. They were like spotted cowhide. Uh, oh, it was an old seats in there. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't. Uh, how was the food? How was the food out there? I don't ever ate nothing out there. So pork chop in the cans is what they had. Pork <laughs> chop in a bottle. Gross. <laughs> Brian, you got oh, you got sponsor for us beans. tonight. I do have a sponsor for us and. This has been kind of crazy because people come from all out of the woodworks on this deal. They just want they want a piece of the action, and because you know we do a podcast, it's you know it's all audio. But this our sponsor tonight um, is actually a radio, uh, a TV station out of San Diego, California. How about that? Um, this thing is traveling, and the name of the TV station is is KVWN Channel Four, San Diego. And they do a lot of great work down there, and um, they're they're you know they're known across the nation. I like their um, sports. I do like their sports. They do have great sports. Their main their their main anchor is a guy by the name of Ron Burgundy. He does the news, and he's kind of the face of the place. Then you got Champ Kind bringing you sports, and <laughs> Brick Tamlin with the weather. And in the field, they had Brian Fantana, and these guys put it together better than anyone that I know. And their motto is, "It's go time." And so, if you it's a six o'clock news right down there in San Diego, uh, don't forget it is. KVWN Channel 4, San Diego. Uh, let's get it on. Well, I remember. The one thing I remember is is that uh, Ron Burgundy drank milk one time out on uh, out on the bridge. And after his dog took a little skate. And he said that that was a real bad choice. Well, he said, uh, 
I'm in a glass case of emotion. And I think that's, that's really what he's known for. I mean, he had, he had a lot of, you know, sayings that he would say on there. I think that a lot of people, um, sometimes some of that stuff might not, might not fly right now, but I remember one time he said, uh, it's an anchor man, not an anchor lady, and that's a scientific fact. <laughs> <laughs> you bet he did. Stay classy, San Diego. Yeah, stay that's classy. Right. I like it. Well, hey. He also said another thing he said that I remember that kind of stuck with me. He said, uh, I'm going to punch you in the ovary. That's what I'm going to do. A straight shot right to the baby maker. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't hold back at all, Ron Burgundy. And I tell you what, if you're in San Diego, the greater San Diego area, make sure you tune in at six o'clock and uh, you won't be disappointed because that staff that they got on hand there is uh, probably second to none. I mean, I know we have some stuff in, in Montana that comes along, but I, I just don't think you can find a better group of guys than Ron Burgundy, Champ Kind, Brick Tamlin, and Brian Fantana in the field. Well, <laughs> one last thing about that. I remember Ron, um, he always, he was so good about reading that teleprompter. And uh, I remember once someone put, someone said, fuck off, San Diego. And, yourself, uh, in the, in the teleprompter and tell in the teleprompter. And he just read right on through it. <laughs> he, he, like didn't even, he didn't even realize what he said. <laughs> and one like thing Biden. about, one thing about that group, they are, uh, they've known each other since, uh, their childhood friends. So the fact that those guys know each other for a long time, uh, down there in the greater San Diego area, um, and they put it all together and it's a magical team. So, uh, thanks so much guys for supporting us. And, uh, we give a shout out to them, and I think it's a fit sponsor uh, for the for the seating podcast. Absolutely, and let's let's roll right into the old Chicago Bears story. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll take the lead on this for a second now. So a lot of small town shenanigans happen, um, you know, when we're younger. But this one, actually, me and Bill, grown grown ass adults, well, yeah, grown ass man, they say. And I, I was working out in San Diego. I'd come out there every once in a while. The headquarters for my company was there. And Bill was Indiana. It wasn't too far of a trip. And he would come out there every once in a while, and, and we'd have some fun. We, we met a gal there um, at the barbecue, at the Burger King drive through one time. Timothy, uh, Her name was Timothea. But that's another story. That's another time. But so this this was a Monday. It was a Monday evening. And we're, kinda, we're out kind of in the burbs. And we're like, what do we do? So we look around, and by golly, if the Chicago Bears weren't hosting the Green Bay Packers for Monday night football, we thought, well, we'll shuffle on down. Do you need a ticket? Not always. Our motto is there's always room for one more. So the challenge for us was to hustle on down there and see if we can't uh, weasel our way into Monday night football. Well, and also it wasn't just Monday night football. Both those teams were really good. And if you remember – they had a little crybaby, the quarterback, by went by the name of Jay Cutler, straight out of Santa Claus, Indiana. <laughs> Santa Claus, Indiana. That's where he's that's from. That's the town where he's from. It's southwest. We got it, there's about 500 people in that town, and it's not it's not Christmas in December. It's Christmas in January, February, so, March, April, May, June, July. I wonder what his. Uh, I wonder how popular he is in Santa Claus, Indiana. Is he is he is he is he revered? He's not revered. Is... No, he's not revered. He's you know, and he got he, and when he was playing, I don't know if I remember, but he was married to a model, and so he's always trying to wear his, his skinny jeans, trying to be all fancy. So those two individuals come into the story later on, uh, Jay Cutler and his and his trophy wife. Um, so anyway, we we hustled down to uh, to Chicago, and the, we took the tram, the tram, whatever whatever it's called, I don't know, but red line. 
it puts us downtown Chicago, and it's about three miles from Soldier Field. It was a, it was a, it was a jump, but we, you know what? We get into our cups. That that didn't make any difference. So we get down there and we walk to Soldier Field. Well, by the time we get to Soldier Field, we realize that was a heavy walk, and we ain't walking back because the feet were a little bit sore. <laughs> that but was about now, a two to three hour walk, and it was I think it was more like four hours, and our feet did they did ache. They do call it the Windy City for a reason, it, and it was. I mean, yeah. being in Cupping, Montana, we know what wind is, but you know, the Windy City right there, it, it gets a little bit nippy. But we hustled on down there, and we got to the Soldier Field, and we're like, okay, how are we going to play this thing? So we kind of walk around a little bit. We're looking for entrances. We're looking for opportunities to get in, and the first opportunity presented itself. There was a long line of people. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't like the ticket line to get to get in. These people were at like a little booth, like a little table, and there was probably twenty or thirty people there. So we we lean our ear in, see what's going on there. Well, what this was, these were people who had purchased tickets, to purchase fraudulent tickets. So when they would go up to get them scanned, they got denied, and let's just say they were a little irate. So we uh, we thought, well, I mean. There's a good opportunity for us to do this. So we walked right to the front and we said, hey, listen, um, I don't, we don't know really what's going on here, even though we did. But we bought a, t- we bought a ticket um, and we can't, we can't get in. And when they scanned it for some reason, you know, it, it just kind of said that it was an invalid ticket. But we came all the way from Montana to go oh, to yeah. this game. We did say that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we just want to get in. And we, and we act like. We didn't really understand what was going on, you know, the sympathy of the ignorant. So we were talking to this guy, and this guy says, hey, listen, come with – he goes, come with me. And there was, there was another couple there, and this guy just kind of pulled the four of us to walk us to some other – he's going to try and do – it. and I, I'm guessing that this guy was kind of a greenhorn. Like he really didn't know how the process worked, but he was going to kind of be the hero in this deal. He was going to get us in the game. So we walk around the building. And he takes us to like a like a place where they, they have the tickets, right, where they're scanning legitimate tickets, tries to get us in. And he did his damnedest, right? And we just kind of let him do his thing to no avail. They said, that we just can't do it. I mean, and things are a little bit tight there at the NFL. They just don't let the, you know, this isn't like getting into a, you know, Shelby Cup Bank game there and right there the uh, – the Cup Bank gym, right? This is a little bit tougher to get in. This they had a little Fort Knox to them, so it didn't now, work. What were you doing at that time, Francis? We didn't even, and well, we were both trying to, to talk and talk our way in there, but we didn't even have a fraudulent ticket. We had no ticket. We didn't have it. Yeah, we had nothing to show. But we just, <laughs> so, kept, you know, I think he asked us for it one time, and we the said story. They, they were confiscated. You know, like we we came up with something, <laughs> and so, but on the way there. It was we were following this guy, looked over and saw a door that was open. There was a gentleman sitting on a bar stool, older gentleman, probably eighty-five years old. Um, and I looked thought like, well, he looked like an old looked like an old blues player. He did. He looked like he played jazz. And so uh, I and it looked like an employee entrance, which it turned out that's what it was. So I'm like, okay, Bill, here's here's play number two. So we walk over there and there's. There's people coming in not very – I mean, every once in a while I said, let's just hang out, wait for the next group to come, go through there, and we're just going to kind of be right on their heels. So two people came up, walked through the door, and we got right in behind him, kind of gave him the old high sign. you know. He kind of gave us the old salute, kind of the two-finger salute, and we walked in, and we are in. And we're about 20 feet past him, 
and he said, hey, fellas. He goes, just go ahead and flash those employee IDs at me. That's all I did. I just need to take a peek. I just need to see them. And we're like, what? He goes, no. He goes, just show them. Just, just blow them out. Show them. You're good to go. I said, we don't have them. He goes, well, why not? I go, because we don't work here. Like, we just want to go watch a football game. <laughs> he goes, what in the hell's going on up here? I said, well, I go, we don't, we just don't, we don't have tickets. We just want to go watch a ball game. There's always room for a couple yeah. more, isn't there? He goes, what the hell's going on? He goes, you guys got to get up on out of here. So, <laughs> so we got bustled and we weren't going to give him too much. I mean, it's probably a volunteer spot, right? This guy was just kind of there. He had a red coat on and, and so he said, well, all right. So we left, but the interesting thing right beside him, there was, there was, it wasn't a shed, but it was kind of like a, like a, kind of like a, it looked like a, just a oversized tool, a uh, toy box, right? It had like all kinds of like miscellaneous stuff in there, and, but there was tools in there. There was like a, there was like t- uh, screwdrivers and all, all types of tools in there. So, which at the time I didn't think much of it. And we walked probably 200, probably 150 yards around, and there was another door, and it wasn't open. But it, it, it Bill thought, well, you know what? We're just gonna go ahead and tug on a door. You know, I mean, there was, there, it's was little, a, there was a little, there was a little bit of a light shining through it. So Bill thought there's an opportunity. The door's open. There's no one, you know, there's no gatekeeper there. So he walks up and gives her a tug, and it opens up, and there's a guy standing in there, a little Hispanic fella, probably about five foot three, and. Uh, Looked like, he looked balding. a little bit like uh, Pedro. Today, everybody should have voted for Pedro. He looked like a little balding Pedro. So, But he never said nothing to you. He's kind of, all we can see is like one eye and his nose just kind of peeking around the side of that thing looking at us. <laughs> and so we said, hey, we got it. We go. I said, hey, we're, uh, we're, here, to, we're here to fix that. Uh, what was it? it was some light fixture or something. We said, I go, we're here to fix that light fixture. Murray called us. He said... <laughs> He said, what? He goes, we didn't, we didn't get no word about that. I said, listen, you called us. I mean, we're, we're here because of you guys. We have no idea what's going on. He goes, well, he goes, what's this all about? I said, so we have to fix a light fixture. I have no idea where it's at, what's going on. He told us to come to this entrance. He goes, I don't know. He goes, you guys, you guys are mechanics. I go, yeah. I go, we got our tools loaded over here. He goes, well, geez. He goes, go get your stuff and I'll see if I can't find out what's going on. So we hustle back and there's this big box of like tools and whatever. So I grabbed like a screwdriver and a monkey wrench and, and just pen, threw them pen, into my pencil. I had a pencil I shoved up in my hat. So I got like, and I shoved them into my belt, right? So there's not even a tool belt, just like my regular belt. I shoved a monkey wrench in there. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, Bill, Bill reaches down on the ground and grabs some dirt and kind of rubs it on his face, like oh. like the guy didn't notice that before. Like you know, what are we doing? We've been digging digging in dirt with a monkey wrench. Breaking out of prison. <laughs> did Billy have anything on him? No, he was rolling. No, I, was, I, there was a little bit of grease. There's a little bit of oil by that. There's a little puddle of oil, and I think I grabbed that and kind of it rubbed it around, rubbed around my shirt. But Brian had it's funny because I don't know why, but Brian had one of those really thick leather belts. So it actually kind of looked like a tool belt because it was a little such a, bit. Yeah. And it so he had like... a monkey wrench. He had a screwdriver. He had a, um, <laughs> a Phillips and a straight. Because, I mean, he had a... because you know, when you're doing uh, light work, electrical work, you need a monkey wrench, tools. right? 
You got to have a monkey wrench to change the light bulb, right? So anyway, we walk up. I said, so we're ready to go. And I told him, I said, listen, we got to, we don't have a lot of time. I mean, we got to, we got to get in and out of this deal. They said it wasn't going to be that big of a project. So he walks us down and he goes, where exactly were you guys going to go? We said, they just told us to go to the equipment room. I don't even know what that means. He goes, well, it ain't called an equipment room, but right down there, that door on the left, that's probably a good place to start. I said, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of it. We got the guy's name, Murray or whatever. So we walked down, and as we're looking back, he's standing there staring at us. Did walked you get down, passes this time? What? Did you have passes this by the now? Oh, okay. okay, so he gave us like these temporary passes, like visitor guest passes or something that you wear around your neck. It's kind of like a – you know, like a little thing you put around your neck, and it had a thing probably about the size of a credit card on there in, in, a, in a little pouch. Yeah. So he he goes he goes just yeah I get he goes I guess you're gonna need something. So he handed us he had like a bucket of them. So we walked down there, and I'm looking over my shoulder, and he's just standing there with his hands on his hips, watching you were at it, right? <laughs> so we open and so we open up this door. We don't know who's gonna be in there, but we walk in. There's no one there, and we take like two or three steps. I said, and we, we stand there for probably 10 or 15 seconds. We peek around the corner. Guess what? Pedro's the on. So now we're in. So we just hustle down and it's kind of a round little hallway. We hustle all the way around there and we can start hearing more and more noise. Right? So we're, we're getting closer to the action. There were locker rooms on our right. And then probably 10 or 15 feet past that, the tunnel, the tunnel for one of the teams. Oh, out. Oh, so oh, now we I... see, now we see the field, right? And so, <laughs> We're like, we're jackpot, right? Jackpot, we're going to go ahead and head on down Side here. Line. Get sideline passes, right? So we walk down there. I still got this monkey wrench hanging out my fucking side, right? <laughs> <laughs> monkey wrench, a screwdriver, or something else. Look like an idiot. Pencil in your ear. Kind of pencil in your ear. Yeah, pe- kind of pencil in the hat, like kind of hanging out of my hat right in front of my ear. So, so. because you need that for a light fixture, right? You need to be able to, to yeah, write, you gotta write measure on a lot. No wire cutters, nothing, no. <laughs> nothing electrical at all, right? So, Bill's decorating himself like he just broke out of prison. You guys and Bill looks like he's been rolling life. around with Charlie Brown. <laughs> Bill looks like he's been playing in the sandbox with Charlie Brown. So <laughs> so we walked out on the field, and people are looking at us like, okay. Like yeah, looking, at our, looking at our badges. Which one of these things that belong, does not belong here? Which of these things is not like the other? And so we walk in. We get down just about to the – to the opening, right? Like we're, we're actually walking onto the field and security is getting heavy. And I said, Bill, here's the deal. Don't make eye contact. Okay. Just do not make eye contact. Let's just keep on moving. Well, we get down just about to where we're about ready to step out into the field. And this guy goes, he goes, hey, where are we going? Where are we going? And so we're walking on the field. Oh, we're going to change the light bulb, right? That, I don't think that was, <laughs> I don't really think that that was, that was really going to fly. I said, well, we're just here to do some maintenance. And he goes, where are you headed? And I said, well, I don't know. We're, we're looking for the, the head maintenance guy. He goes, well, he ain't here. And he said, I said, okay, well, we'll, we'll shuffle back. We did get down on the field, kind of. And he says, okay, so we head back. And I said, all right, Bill, we got to try to get into the, to the bleachers, right? So I get on my phone. And I pull up StubHub, right? And I look at StubHub. I look for tickets that are still for sale. So I figure if we can go on StubHub and see that there's tickets still for sale, then those are open seats, right? We can just go sit down. That, that was the that was the plan, right? So there was there was another way of getting up where you get 
it's upstairs, but it puts you right in front of the field. So you don't have to walk past the, the ticket guy. Like if you were at the, up by the concession stands and walking down, you have to like clear through like the, you know, the, the guys are checking your tickets. We just, this puts us right, right up on front. And I look at the seats and they're down there. And sure enough, we go ahead and we pop a squat family. Turns out it's the family for the Chicago. It's like the family seats for the Chicago oh, Bears. Bunch of trophy wives in there, right? We don't really know. We just act and we just sit down, have a seat, watching the game, enjoying ourselves. We do not want to go and get Bill something has to drink. Bill has on his face, right? Bill, Bill Bill's wrestling. Yeah, convict wrestling with the grease monkey. And I got the. You know, it's hard to sit down in the seat with that monkey wrench popping out of my belt. <laughs> 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 so we're sitting there watching the game. We don't want to go get a beer because we're figuring, well, if we walk back up there, we don't have tickets. We're just going to stay here and ride it out. Well, the gal that's sitting next to me, you can tell, you know, she's got, she's a trophy wife to some degree. Well, Jake Cutler gets hurt in this game and he goes on the sideline. Next thing you know, you hear this gal saying, he is such a pussy. He is just the biggest <laughs> pussy. I go, who are you talking about? And she goes, and she called him by his number, number. nine, go, number nine, number six, or whatever he was. Whatever his number was, she goes, number six is the biggest pussy. I go, Jake Cutler. She goes, yeah, he's a pussy. I go, do you know him? She goes, yeah, it's my husband. I go, what? <laughs> <laughs> I get talking shit about Jay, and I think she was embarrassed because all the other you know wives were around there, and he goes out of the game. And right now in his career, he was kind of. You know, he, yeah, and he was he was the shits. He was getting hurt, and he was always bitching, and he always putting on a show. So she had had enough of him. So I started stirring her up. I go, he really is. I go, is he ever really hurt? Like, I mean, he, he's been injured a lot. She goes, nah, he's just a big pussy. Wow. <laughs> I remember him. Looking, I remember Cuddler just for a second. He looked up at us just for a split second, and he looked at her, and then he just put his head straight down. So clearly. Yeah. He knew how it's, she yeah. felt. About it, this had not been the first conversation about how she was breaking down his uh, his <laughs> medical injury, right? Like she's an expert. <laughs> so anyway, game's over. Actually, we left a little bit early. Um, we left probably I don't know somewhere midway through the fourth quarter. We're out of there and we're like, okay, next plot project is we gotta get back to the train depot and we're not walking. I said, how about this, Bill? Let's go find the closest bar and let's just go have have some drinks, watch the end of the game, just kind of you know hang out for a little while. So that's what we do. It was an like Irish bar, I think it was. But it was – Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, great atmosphere, you know. And I don't even remember who won the game. But anyway, it was great atmosphere. We go in there, have a few drinks, probably in there for a couple of hours. We didn't want to we, – we were trying to figure out a way to get back to the station because we didn't want to walk because it, it was about a three-hour walk. I think our option was they had these little bikes. You know, you jump in the back and a guy will – Rickshaw. 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 Rickshaw, yeah. Oh, so there's this rickshaw. Because we saw him on the way there. Um, but then we're like, okay, let's just find one of these guys on the bike and, and, and just have them hustle us back. So we walk out of the bar and there's a limousine park there. Right. And so I'm in my cups now, pretty heavy, right. Really loosened up. So I want to look and see who's in there. So I lean down and put my hands over my eyes and I look in there and I can't see shit. Right. It's just dark. Well, about the time I do that, the driver pops out of that driver's seat and wheels around the back. And I'm like, Oh Christ, here we go. He's going to give us a tongue lashing. What does he do? Opens the door. (laughs) (laughs) He swings around, opens the door. So what do we do? We just lower our shoulder and barrel right on in. Just do a nice little barrel roll right into the back of that limo. They have (laughs) drinks in there, the whole bit. By the time he gets around to the front, he says, uh, 
he goes, I, I, before he had a chance to say anything, I said, how about you just take us to the, uh, we just want to go to the train depot. He goes, train depot. I thought you guys were heading to the peninsula. We we're like, no, a change of plans. <laughs> That's a little different than yeah. the train depot. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to take a limo to the train depot, right? He goes, I thought I thought the plan was head to the peninsula. I go, no, we're not going to the peninsula. We're going to the train depot. He goes, all right. <laughs> so he starts shuffling. He starts heading uh, heading towards the train depot. And his phone, he's, he's on his phone, right? It is, this is the flip phone day. So he had his phone. I go, Bill, listen up. Be ready to bail. I go, he's going to get a call here. You uh, understand that, right? The call is coming. Well, you, you know at? what's funny is I, I've been in that situation a million times. I never get nervous. So, you know, you just act like you've been there. We were we were nervous as two whores in church. Like, because any call that was, you know, we were just waiting for that call to come in the and into <laughs> the limo, and we were done. But our mentality was, well, the closer he gets to that train depot, the closer he gets to that train depot, okay? So we're going to take that ride as long as it goes. No call comes. Right. So we get all the way train depot, jump out. I said, Hey, listen, um, there's a couple of the guys I think actually do want to go to the peninsula. <laughs> I go, <laughs> I go, why don't you go back there? Yeah. I said, they're, they're waiting back there. I go, you can probably pick them up and go. We're, we're just kind of tapped out. He goes, all right. He goes, nothing for the driver. I said, <laughs> I go, what? He goes, nothing for the driver. I said, Oh, of course. I said, there's a the bigger fellow that's going to be in there. I just talked to him. He says, he's going to drop you like a hundo. I go, so make sure that you see the big fella, his shirt's kind of loose hanging out, just making shit up, right? He'll he'll tip you, he'll tip you heavy and hard. He's been known for that. He goes, All right, see you later, fellas. So out we go. <laughs> and oh, so, we're all friends. Oh yeah. And we we made it, right? So we pulled this thing off. We we get out, and here's a fight breaking out just outside the train depot. Like no, these it was, guys it were, was inside, that was inside of the union station, that fight was. It was mm. inside of it. And there, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, right. I'm, it's so big. Yeah. It, it's, it's big in there. So it was, there was about, fun. there was like about a hundred people that were getting around these two guys that were fighting. And all of a sudden Brian whistles, you know, loud, he whistles, he whistles and he goes, freeze. <laughs> I said, everybody freeze. And I yelled it and everyone stops. And then we act like we don't know where it came from. Right. Cause they weren't looking at us. They're looking at the fight, but they heard this whistle and freeze. And all of a sudden people just kind of start scrambling and start heading out of there. And so now it disperses. We get onto the train and the, the train was just full of bears fans, bears fans, tired, <laughs> hungover. Everybody and and, the, and these trains have like, like they have like a main level, double but then you can walk up these, yeah, double, you can walk up top. So we went on, got on top and we're kind of wore out and everyone just kind of like in the, you know, just kind of out of it. Some people are sleeping, Sleep, huh? whatever. And, uh, I figured, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm just going to see what I can't do to get this, to, to spice things up here in this train car. So I said, uh, that J color is such a pussy. <laughs> 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 And I tell you what, man, it was like hands in a hen house, man. When you open that door, their, their heads popped up and they started swiveling around. Oh. And these guys got, and they go, what did you say? I go, he's just the biggest pussy. And now the place was on fire. These guys wanted to kick our oh, ass. Yeah. I mean, we were, we, were outnumbered, oh. we were outnumbered about 30 to one, two. And, and we're on the top level. So there's probably only like five or six people on top. Everyone was down below. And there was this little Mexican dude. He weighed about 13 pounds. And so he. He wants to come up there. Like he's got his bear jersey on. It may be a cutler jersey. I don't know. But he had a bear jersey on. And they want to kick our ass. I'm like, oh, we better settle down. So what do I do to show an act of force? 
take a monkey wrench out of my pocket and set it down. It's, it's like setting a pistol down at a bar. Like, a you know, people give you give you a, the, the business in the old west. You take your pistol and set it down at the bar. I grab my monkey wrench. And I set it down. <laughs> Just like a starter pistol. Just give him a little nod. Yeah, and after that, things kind of mellowed out. And I think we caught a little nap. But I tell you what, high adventure – High activity, and it was it was all about a oh, you shenanigan. Know, you know what else he was doing, JW? He he put he put that monkey. I don't know why I remember this, but he put that monkey wrench down, and that Mex that little Mexican fellow was standing there with his arms crossed, and Brian just started tapping that monkey wrench. Yeah, was the next. <laughs> all you had to do just like just like about Clint half nut. Yeah, like Clint Eastwood would do, you know, tapping on that six shooter, right? I tap <laughs> on that monkey wrench. <laughs> Cross that one eye a little bit occasionally. Oh. oh God, that's so good. That was that was the planets came together, and that was that was clean living. And that so, was a long only night Monday night football game that I've been to, and it was definitely it was definitely worthwhile. It was that was a, that was a lot. I remember waking up and my feet hurt. I woke up and I had grease on my face, and I did I do remember that. I woke up and I went to to the bathroom and I saw that monkey wrench laying there. Things were getting heated up there in that in that train car, and that that ride was probably a good forty five minutes. I mean, oh. we had to simmer it down because they would have they would have weasel us into a corner, and we had they to fight our way out with a monkey wrench. They would have monkey wrenched our ass. Yeah. So anyway, little shenanigans in the windy city. Good clean living. Yes, it is. Very good. So anyway, so JW, oh. let, let's let's uh, let's re, let's let's finish this thing up with another solid one from the High Line, from the Penguin Bill. Well, boys, this one, Robbie, be remembering this all day long. Yeah, this might have been one of the classics, fellas. This this was a dandy. I'll tell you what, this this one, I'm telling you, balls as big as church bells on this. One. I, I just I just hope that big that old Big Lou is in it. No, no, but he didn't need to be when you hear this one. <laughs> oh, Jake. Jake, only Jake. Uh, there was a morning came along. We were already out of football. I was a senior. And we had this journalism class, and we used to have this one substitute all the time. Initials BG. Y'all Big know G. who that is. <laughs> Robbie? Yeah. A lady? Yeah. And she was a bit of a handful. A lot had of a to, handful. Had to run a lot of weight on us. She'd probably kick me out of every class she substituted about four You weren't her favorite student. No, no. She, she, I was not on her Christmas list. But one morning, <laughs> me and a good friend, old SK, were in journalism, and we were overworking on an article, and she come in as a substitute, and she's throwing her oh. little shit fit about we're going to take attendance you got to sit down I, we're like we're here just we're right here we just got to finish this well not even two seconds she just gives us the heave-ho and ejects us out of class Go well, to the let's put it, let, let, let me set this jason Winter was that kid in class he goes god great day now we got a substitute let's see what we can pull off now uh, well i might have made kid. an off-color comment when she came in that it's that idiot again as I recall, some something I I instigated a little bit. Let's be honest here. I didn't. Yeah. She didn't just walk in. I, I think. I think it. the theme. If, if anyone who's been listening to our podcast, there's a theme here that it, don't cross Jason. Don't cross JW if you're a teacher because uh, <laughs> that was a wrong move. Yeah. Anybody I mean, when, when you, when you, that when was the wrong when, move. One of the sweetest women in high school, the librarian. When she 
<laughs> Jason said he crossed her, which I don't see how that happened. But if she did, next thing you know, there's about three books left on those bookshelves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now moving forward to the substitute teacher. Well, she ejected us, both of us, and we're walking out the door. And this was third period, so we didn't really care. We had plans. We were just going to go out and play a little Tecmo Bowl. Cause we now, let, me, let me say one thing. I'm going to interject here because when Jason told me the story uh, for the first time, he said, she she messed with me for the last time. Okay. <laughs> well, that's what I, that comes, up later. That comes up later. For the last time, right? When that he, went through my head, that he determines this later. is the last time she's going to do it because something's coming. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, we're we're hot about it, but we're walking out there, and I I just hated this woman so bad. We're going out the old heated <laughs> driveway in the gym, and we're walking around, and by God, I turn that corner, and here's her brown Taurus with literally a foot. In the fire zone, <laughs> in the fire lane, literally a foot, maybe. Well, that's wow. when that's when what Brian was referring to went through my head. I was like, "This is the last damn time she's gonna kick me out of goddamn class." <laughs> I said, "Wait here." I go tooling back into the gym, jump on the payphone, call the sheriff's department, and impersonate the principal, old Dr. <laughs> I get on there with the dispatch. I'm like, yeah, this old uh, Mr. DR here. We got a brown horse in the fire lane. I need that towed out of here right now. Right now. <laughs> and the, the dispatchers give me hell. Like, God, Dennis, what do you mean? We don't, we don't tow the guy. And I'm like, oh, no, I've had it. I'm done with this. It's in there. Did, you call, did you call him by his oh. first name? Did you call him by his first name like that? Oh, when he was several times when he was trying to bully me. I just when he, was trying, when he was trying to bully you, <laughs> when he was going to get, when he was going to get loud with me, I'd do that all the time. <laughs> oh, okay. So now you got the phone dispatcher, there. Yeah. This dispatcher's giving me hell. And I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. You get a tow truck. I want it gone right now. I've had it. <laughs> <laughs> I want this thing out of here. And yeah. he finally relents and well, send somebody up. Thanks. I don't want Wait, to well, Dennis, so thanks, I didn't, Dennis. No, let me ask you a question. How yeah. many how many times did you guys call for a for a vehicle to be towed? And they oh. and they didn't ever smarten up? They never no. never once, not one time they ever tried to get any cr- credentials. They never tried no. to, to straighten the story out. They just <laughs> locked her up and rolled her out. <laughs> so that, that I mean, was the it. best the best ever was though when when they when Brian Burns and Brian Robinson called and had that had had uh, Butch's bug, <laughs> Kathy's bug. Out. That was Kathy. That was Kathy's bug. Kathy. But Butch, yeah. Butch is the one who came flying out of there with his his white beater T-shirt and, and a pair of slippers, <laughs> ready chasing her down the street. <laughs> we told, no, the whole rules were really up. loose. Okay, so really now, loose. so were you there? Were you there when they hooked up the? Bre- what oh, kind of car was yeah. it? I go. It was a brown Taurus. So I go, I hang up that phone and I go wheeling back, running up that driveway and last K is standing right there. And I'm like, we got to go. Where's your truck? And he's right there. And it was parked right at the corner on second and whatever that Avenue is coming down. And I said, go up there. We got to wait. We got to wait. And he's like, what mm-hmm. did you do? What the hell did you do? I said, just wait. And we go up there and get in the cab of his truck and we're sitting there and sitting there and sitting there probably 20 minutes all the way down at Main Street, you could see that thing turn and start coming up the hill. Gets to the stop sign there, comes right up to the freaking school right there by the driveway, makes a turn, 
backs into the freaking driveway. Squares Away she up, goes. Blocks onto that baby and <laughs> off she goes. <laughs> and we are in tears now. I mean, we are just dying laughing now. I mean, there's just nothing better than not seeing someone's vehicle towed. You're just waiting. Well, you're laughing so hard. Well, here's 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 how it, how it came together was because had she not kicked them out, they wouldn't have had any free time on their hands to do this. So I mean, <laughs> oh. I mean, literally, I did. She just poked the bear here. I mean, she's fully responsible. But this gets even louder here, guys. <laughs> well, we we screw around for a little bit, come back, go to weights, and then go to lunch. And we're just rubbernecking it around looking for this brown forest. <laughs> when we're going to lunch, thinking, oh, they're going to bring it back. You know, it'll come back. Well, it doesn't. We come back from lunch, and that car's still gone. So we're thinking, oh, she parked <laughs> oh, it somewhere oh. else. Well, fifth period, we had old DM, our other football coach, Robbie. Remember old <laughs> yeah. government class? Yeah. Well, we're sitting in oh. that class. And unbeknownst to me, I'll tell you about that after. But, uh, she went down to the office and started unloading on DR about him towing this car because that's what the cops told her. Wait, why? He did, called. Why, why did? Why did? Why did she think that the DM? Uh, He's on a call because it, 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 I was impersonated. The, the cops told him it was a personal call from the school from Dennis DR. Oh, and told him he wanted it towed. So she and oh. one of our friends. Was the office aide that told us told me this later? She comes barreling into that office and starts screaming him out, and of course he has no clue <laughs> what the hell is going on, and well, she's going ballistic. What? what him? You know, it's Jason's fault. She shouldn't have parked there to begin with. Yeah, it's damn right. It was a damn violation <laughs> of law, and all I was doing was being a good goddamn citizen here for crying. That's right, Dick. Thanks, Jake. But <laughs> yeah, she thanked me. All right. <laughs> So this, she's chewing hits. They end up getting on the phone with the police station and the people at the sheriff's office are telling Dennis, I was on the phone with you. I know it was you. You <laughs> called us and this is home. And he's now getting furious at this. Well, somehow, somehow, apparently she just had a moment of calm and put this together and just goes marching out of the office. Means what she was, coming, this, she was coming for you then, right? Oh, buddy. I'm up there in the top part of the old pod in How DM's did she catch room. It was you. How did she catch Wendy? I have you? no two idea. Two and two together. Who did she throw out? Who could she have possibly I, pissed off at the course of the I, day? Well, there I was mother. There was mother that old uh, DS that was always up to shenanigans too. I was in the second seat on the left row. The doc in in Michael's class there. The doctor. Open pod, yeah. and I don't see anything. This is all I hear. You son of a bitch! <laughs> right screamed it down the pod, and I turn around, and here she comes. Oh, she's she coming is for you! Just, she is co- you son of a! And I mean, I lit out of that chair. She is coming, and I take off towards the front of the You're, room. You weren't slow. You were not. No, slow. I got the hell out of there. I got to get out of here. So Very I fleet took, of foot. I he took was. off to the front of that room, and she is still coming. She goes right by. And she's coming was at she me. Pretty, a, was she pretty quick? I mean, I don't remember her day, being real quick. Friend. She was this day. The gods were on her side. I'll tell you what. Pissed off anger. She would come into that thing, and I run up to the front of the thing, and Michael's is looking at me like I've lost my damn mind. 
I mean, he's looking at me like, what in the hell? Just with that look. And I run, and she is still swearing and cussing. You son of a, you kidding? And I run behind Michaels. Remember he had that podium up there that he'd lecture yep, from? Uh-huh, behind? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I slipped around the back of that and got him and her between me. And she's <laughs> trying to go through Michaels. Michaels, Becky. <laughs> so I said her name. Be, no, calm down. And she's yelling that. Stupid son of a bitch, dude, Michael. Oh, and I'm on. behind, and Michael says he's back to me. And you can imagine what I'm doing the whole time. Oh, yeah. Just egging her on, you know, the whole time. Bring and it. Would, bring it. And Michael's would spin around. Of course, I was sober as a judge. When he turned around, I have no idea. She's crazy. She needs medication. <laughs> you need to get a hold of her. You need medication. to get this under. You need to get this woman on. And I'm just egging, and she's getting madder and madder. Well, had you admitted to it at this point, or do you just said, nope, it wasn't me? Oh, I'm lying. No, didn't like I? Bad, man. You know, I'm Den like, I. she needs, I must have said it four or five times. She needs medication. She's out of her <laughs> damn mind, you know. Well, old Ray, you know, the history teacher next door, old R.M. Yeah, yeah. Ray Mayer. He <laughs> comes walking over to the door, and who's with him? Coach K. How fast, I have a question. How fast was he moving, old Ray? Because didn't he have a hitch in his giddy up? Yeah, he had a hitch in his giddy up. He just comes over and he's at the back of the classroom. And then out of the corner, right, here's Coach K standing there. Mm-mm. And oh, I'm thinking, to death. oh, and this is getting hot. I mean, and Michaels is, has no idea what to do with this. He just, like, you got to calm down. And I'm just egging her. And finally, he turns around to me and he just goes, go. <laughs> and just pointed. So I just started leaving the room and she's still there. And old Coach K is standing there. And he's just shaking his head. Mm-hmm. And I hey, this is this your senior year. You're done with football. So yeah, really, you're going to let me leverage is, here. This is, this is all, you know, he's not going to, but he says, let's go. And we're walking on. He doesn't say a darn thing to me. And oh, he goes, what, can, what can he, what can he say? Like, honestly, he's, like, you know, he's not, he doesn't even really know. And he goes, Jake, what, what, what is this? And I said, I says, well, somebody towed her car from out in the front of the school. And she thinks I did it. You know, and we take about three steps and I kind of look up out of the corner of my eye at okay. And remember Robbie, and guys, how he used to get that tight smirk on his face when he's trying yeah. not to laugh because he oh, hated yeah. this woman as much as we did. And he had this tight <laughs> smirk and he goes, just please tell me you didn't make that call from my office, Jason. <laughs> I said, no, coach. I called from the payphone right over there. <laughs> <laughs> you called from the payphone, and the, that was like in the the open area as you're going to the yeah, gym, right, right there by the old yeah. ticket booth at the doors. Mm-hmm. No, I called from the payphone, and he did said He was just trying not to lose it, laughing. Oh, just absolutely God. trying yeah. not to. But uh, I mean, I that got came her. full circle. Oh boy! And you know what? You you got what you wanted. Okay, I got you got, exactly. and, and that's why we were just going to go right back to where we started. That's the last time she does that. that she did it for the last time. time. <laughs> and by God, I meant it. That's the last time you're kicking me that's out awesome. of class, lady. Did you have her uh, for any more? Did you have her for any more classes no. after that? No, I did not. I don't well, know if I saw like her at late school. May. For, we're, we're like in May, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know if I saw her at the school till we were gone and graduated. I think that might have been a. Uh, well, pretty much a, a deal sealer for her uh, wanting to substitute teach. I got <laughs> how do those people at the sheriff's office, for God's sakes, by the time you're a senior, how do they how do they not understand that when someone's calling in and have a tow vehicle, a vehicle towed, it was at least probably seventy percent time with you? Well, you know, it's good. It's a solid question, but I could do a pretty good dr, and I was yeah. firm. 
Let's be honest. I was firm on this call. That, well, that, 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 I was that, hot. That, I was that tow truck. That tow truck came from Chuck's, right? So Chuck's no, the one always got the call, it, right? It ended up coming from that. Remember who? Somebody owned that white gas station at oh, that time. The Fetters. Fetters. Whoever Fetters, that yeah. was, that's where Fetters. the tow truck came from. Kenny Fetters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I was firm. I made it clear that this was not a joke, Mike, and because. This dispatcher was fighting me like, are you serious? And I just got hotter and hotter until it was like, well, we'll get it done. Dennis. Oh, yeah. All right. I wish I'd have been down there when he was trying to explain this when she first rolled in there, because apparently she was hotter than a pistol. I tell you what, man, we're, we're coming to the end. We're going to put a ribbon on it. But I think uh, I think it was delivered on this one. This was this is good belly laughs. And uh, this, this is straight up shenanigans right out there in the in the land of the penguin. And that's, that's good clean living. Well, you can't. You know that. You know it's going to be a good program when JW is on, and he's he's by far our most request guest. So he's he's got he's he's getting up to legendary status. You know what I mean? He is legend. <laughs> now is he going to announce the Quigleys this year? If we went over that? Oh yeah. So uh, Brian, you want to tell you want to announce the what's coming up in uh, December? Oh, this is already starting good. Brian Robinson. Are you? Oh, we're gonna Brian we're Rob- gonna have. Yeah, we're going to vote on the greatest shows of the year, and Jason Winter's going to announce all the winners of the Quigleys. <laughs> so if any of, any of you have watched, watched the, uh, the office, this, this is the this is the Burns Boys Small Town Shenanigans versions of the Dundies. It's called the Quigleys. <laughs> That's priceless. <laughs> because she's a foundation of this. She, oh. she is a foundation, and she's such a like such a kind-hearted person, and I, I know that uh, oh, she would boy. appreciate it. And in honor of honor. Nell Quigley, this is the, the, the highest honor that we have at Burns Boys Small Town Shenanigans is to walk away with, you know, holding that trophy high, holding that finger in the air like Joe Namath did in the Super Bowl and, and walk away <laughs> right. with the Quigley. And it's going to be and the, the, the trophy we decided is going to be uh, it's going to be a mason jar full of a bunch of quarters, nickels and dimes and pennies. Perfect. And we're and it's going to be um, so we want everybody to, uh, you know, send them Way in. in. Weigh in, send send them in. You can call us or send us a message on Facebook, or you can email us at uh, smalltownshenanigans at yahoo.com. Smalltownshenanigans at yahoo.com. We'll get the we're gonna do the Quigleys, probably run that out sometime between Christmas and uh, New Year's. And it's gonna be the the uh, it's gonna be the the very first one. It's gonna be a pretty big deal. We're gonna have a real nice uh, gift basket and a, and a mason jar full of change. Anybody I think I think in the back, Jason Winters is the announcer. One thing that one thing that's going to be in there. There's going to be a lot of good, nice things in the gift basket. But one thing that you can expect is a big block of cheese. <laughs> and a raffle ticket. And raffle big block ticket, of yes. cheese. Raffle that's tickets right. and a block of cheese. Who knows? There might be a a, a pewter engraved a Civil War chess set. We haven't decided yet. Now, Robbie, why? Where it came from? Robbie, for those be a chess set. Robbie, for those people that don't that uh, might need to go back and listen to one of the first episodes. Can you tell them why the trophy is a mason jar full of quarters and dimes and nickels and pennies? That's how we got money to buy beer from Nell Quigley and the, and the people around Cupping, the generous people. Didn't she pay with that, Brian? We People usually hand us paper, paper money. Boy, I tell you what, she got the old – she had more nickels than an old gym coach walking around his pocket and uh, threw us off. She, I think she was on to us or maybe not, but she exposed us, and, and God bless her because of it. And because of that – Ladies and gentlemen, 2022 Quigley Awards will be announced in December. <laughs> I can't wait. 
it's just it's just such an honor for Perfect. anyone to be considered for a Quigley that you know you just have to be proud. <laughs> it's there's a lot of people are saying this could be bigger than ESPYs. Give a couple of years. I'll tell you, it should be. Just let's just hope nobody gets smacked or beat up on the Quigleys because we don't <laughs> condone that kind of stuff here. I don't <laughs> think anybody. All right. Well, a good episode, fellas. I think uh, I think it was I think it was some pretty heavy heavy lifting and good work so we'll wrap it up yep and with that said don't forget people every shenanigan must transcend bippity boppity